Buenta Vista. It's episode 141. My name is Andrew, and I've just woken up in the empty hospital from the start of 28 Days Later. Uh, nobody it. around. Lots of echoing. You might have heard a voice just then, but there's nobody around. <laughs> <laughs> nobody around. I hear some shuffling over in the corner, and coming out, uh, the side of his head shaved in what's, I guess, meant to look disheveled, but it's strangely attractive. Um, all the rest of it is long in the right places, especially the back. It's a party happening back there. It's Ben. Hi, Ben. Hey, what's going on? Why? I, I don't here? know. I don't know. Just woke up. Uh, hey, maybe maybe this um, nurse coming towards us can help us out. Um, it's Lucy. Oh, it's me. It's yeah. not where I thought you were going with that. No, honestly, <laughs> I was kind of surprised. <laughs> You should know that you're the nurse. Come on. I mean, when you are the nurse. One question. Where is Killian Murphy? I know, right? Is he He's here? A, a snack in that movie. Damn snack. <laughs> He's a, a snack lot. all the time. He's a snack 24-7. That's right. Even when he was a scarecrow? Oh, mostly yeah. when oh, he was a scarecrow. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Mm. Remember but how he was he... just like a, an anti-capitalist guy in the last movie? And you're meant to be like, is he still, is he still bad? Are we meant to think he's a bad guy? What's going on here? Hmm. Somebody managed <laughs> to find like the one existing bad photo of him to put on IMDb, though. If you go on IMDb, they do. Has, IMDb has photos are like photo. it's just like them at home, like it just look yeah. like shit. <laughs> Why do you know what Killian Murphy's uh, IMDb photo looks like from memory? Um. <laughs> all right. Okay. And and yeah. stumbling towards his so. eyes, filled with rage, <laughs> muttering under his breath, he looks like he means murder. Let's hear what he has to say. I'm scared. It's Theo. So, the only way mm-hmm. to stream 28 Days Later is on Foxtel now. So, that's not going to happen. Okay. Just checked. Uh, right. So, that doesn't really answer Ben's movie, question. You went to the IMDb page for... Killian Murphy just to look at him a bit. No, I, that, I was looking at it for me? the fucking what's the thing? Peaky Blinders, the show that sucks but rules. <laughs> uh, Cockney Criminals, they're That's gangsters. The yeah, oh, I've got show. a blade in me hat. Yeah, several oh. seasons of it. I'll pay you tuppence for a no murder. No good rap scallions. <laughs> tuppence for a murder. Tuppence for your murder, governor. Fetch a murder for you, governor. <laughs> Oh, oh! You've right murdered him. You have. <laughs> I believe it. that's you don't how have the to watch goes. the show anymore. That's the whole show, just on a loop for seasons. Speaking of on a loop, I do think we have to bring up our our prep for this show while we're waiting for Ben. Andrew subjected us to four seasons worth of the different home improvements mm. theme songs, which weren't different in my head, but and no, it's put mm. me in a bad zone. But they weird were they different. are because they ch- they just slightly change key slight between key change. each one. Now, now, Theo, I would just like to clarify for the uh-huh. good listeners uh, at home that I did not subject you to four seasons of theme songs from Home Improvement. Uh, it covered seven seasons, mm. oh, but they but there were four variations of the song across those seven seasons. Mm. So I think it was um, seasons two and three shared the same song. Uh, seasons four through six had the same song. Season seven had a different song. And then Ben arrived and we didn't even get to the end of the video. But we can That's do that after this. How we get pumped up <laughs> for the show. That's right. <laughs> That's right. 
Um, if I ran like, you know, a, a big box store or something like that and we had team meetings beforehand and we had to all get excited, I would just play all of the home improvement theme songs in a row. People would listen to the first one, they'd be like, yeah, okay, this is pretty, it's pretty upbeat, it's pretty fun. The guy goes, oh, that's pretty wacky. And then I'd be like, wait, don't go. And then the second one starts. You got to say when the key change came in and the second one, I was really, yep. I was right with you. Yeah. Then it rapidly oh. went downhill, my, my, my mood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but there's so many things to feel good about these days. So much. You know, uh, there's things to feel bad about, but there's also things to feel good about. And so for this episode, what we're going to do is we're going to, we're going to go on a little roller coaster. Roller coaster of emotions, right, Ben? I love roller coaster. Oh. Uh, perhaps as might have been described in the song of the same name by the Ohio players. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was kind of hoping you were back there, not Andrew. Where I thought you were going with that one. Oh, you were thinking uh, uh, the Pep Peps because you're a big pepper head. <laughs> uh. Uh, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get in between you on this one, guys. Theo, big time Red Hot Chili Peppers fan. What's your favorite one? What's your Mm. favorite Red Hot Chili Peppers album? Your favorite uh, (laughs) Pep Pep record? I think um, possibly California and then in brackets, living in and then (laughs) close brackets and then just California again. And that's on the album California, I believe. That's the one where uh, every single track is named after a different one of the freeways in LA. That's correct. Yeah. It's a beautiful album. Yeah. Uh, nine albums long. <laughs> Theo can often be heard to say, um, I really like Anthony Kiedis a lot more now that he is 60 with a page boy haircut and <laughs> a nonce moustache. <laughs> it's the glasses, actually, they do it for me. Actually, in my head, I, I haven't might... seen him lately. He's stuck with this up. look for so long now, hasn't he? Yeah. He's starting to look a little bit like Terry Richardson. Oh, no. Uh, which is not good. That's that's not what anybody should be going for, including Terry Richardson. No, you're absolutely right. He should be aiming to look at least as much as like himself as he can. Oh, that is not a good mustache. No, it's, it's just it's all. I, I like, hope you're looking at the picture that I think you are. Does his mustache look particularly wet to you? <laughs> oh, Anthony Kiedis. So a love roller coaster, Ben. Mm-hmm. Uh, as in, you love to see some of the things on it, and you love to hate to see some of the other things on it. Or do you hate hate to love to see some? You're absolutely it? right, Andrew. Uh, okay, got to write the first time. All right, everything sucks at the moment. I think we can all agree. Uh, no one wants to make your podcast a coronavirus podcast, but it's also an issue that is so pervasive it touches every single aspect of your life. Kind of hard to ignore. That's what we're all doing right now. Mm -hmm. It's your personal life. It's your work life. It impacts your entertainment. It's the only thing anyone is talking about. It's the only thing that exists. We are a single issue planet at the moment. But uh, we thought we would maybe try and blunt the the psychic impact of this. We're going to alternate good stories with bad stories. Um, So, for instance, the good news uh, is that new stars increasing. Uh, they're gonna. They're Woo. finally doing it. They're tacking five hundred and fifty dollars on a fortnight, which effectively doubles it. Uh, this is not a means-tested amount of money. If you qualify for uh, job seeker sickness allowance, youth allowance for job seekers, the parenting payment, partner allowance, or the farm household allowance, 
Uh, you will just get that full $550 amount per fortnight. Uh, the bad news? This is actually not the bad news. The bad news starts as an next. This is the bad news of the good this news. This is sub-bad news. This is sub-bad oh, news from the good news. It only lasts for six months, and it doesn't start until the 27th of April, which uh, at time of recording is more than a month away. And considering how many people don't have the savings to get them through the next week if they lose their source of income, which is going to be true of a shitload of people, uh, they're still pretty well fucked. Yeah, and um, luckily the way that the uh, welfare system has been constructed in this country, or has, I, I guess, more appropriately been deconstructed in this country, is to make that as hard as possible to claim and to prove your eligibility for. There's like long cooling off periods in case you were too excited to not starve to death um and and yeah that generally takes a long time just to just to get into it so that they have waived a few of these things uh so there's a waiting period that they've gotten rid of there is a liquid asset test that they've gotten rid of uh they've also expanded this to apply to oh well, they've expanded job seeker and youth allowance for job seekers uh, to apply to people who are casual employees and sole traders and self-employed. So that's not too horrendous. Uh, people who are sole traders and self-employed as well don't have to do the, quote, mutual obligations, which is things like going to a fucking job seeker network, whatever, and doing your, applying for 100 jobs a week. You just have to keep doing whatever it is you're self-employed to do, and that counts. Uh, but back to more sub-bad news. Oh, sorry, no, this is a full-heading bad news. Uh, it's fucked because Sanderlink is still fucked. Uh, almost by design, it mm. seems. Yeah, almost because like breaking it down continuously year after year after year after year until it barely works and makes people either stop trying to get money from the government or just kill themselves. Doesn't make for good infrastructure. Well, yeah, in the, in the case of what we see happening at the moment, particularly um, the things that they've been doing for so long are deliberately like shipping all of the core parts of the services away to online and reducing the amount of people they have to actually help you with trying to make a claim or anything like that so you know it's kind of like now that there has been a massive influx of people trying to get on the service that they've gone oh hey that's right you need staff to deal with that uh you need staff you need help people of course it's worth differentiating that. That's now that, like, real people need welfare, I think, from the government's perspective. Yeah, there's a solid drawing the line about, like, who deserves this money. Just yeah. It's not just, uh, you know, dirty people who won't pull them up by their own bootstraps. It's regular, ordinary people that have been affected. Yeah, and this is the thing we've seen a lot of people pointing out, um, and we'll do it too. Isn't it, <laughs> uh, it kind of interesting how... They've just sort of shown that with the stroke of a pen, they can say, actually, we can afford to pay all these this. people twice as much as we're paying. Don't ask why we weren't doing that before. Mm. Or why yep. we've we now decided like it's not enough to live off, but uh, we thought it was before. Mm-hmm. If you do mm. ask me, uh, I'm going to get really pissy at a press conference mm. for some reason. Just going like to get cross about bitch. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's cross. He's just going to get real cross. He's a cranky dad all the time. Cranky just dad. getting his little arms and crossing them and doing a little now, come wiggle. come on. Come on, Tyson. I've told you already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Blair, get in the car. Um, real I nice. don't yeah. have to explain myself to you. I'm your dad. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, it's 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 very it's very ridiculous all around. So, what's uh, what's happened in the case of this is there has been the obvious physical issues, which is that um, all of a sudden thousands of people have been turning up at Centrelink offices around the country. Um, again, because uh, loads of people have lost their jobs, they've all tried to go onto the website. The website doesn't work because it's made by design to only serve a maximum number of people and all those people have then gone down to offices and we've seen some, quite frankly, distressing scenes over the last uh, day or two of lines, you know, spanning several blocks of people waiting to get into Centrelink and make their claims. And this resolved itself in, was it Bondi today? Yeah, Bondi Junction. it was Bondi. Yep, with, uh, with the police coming down and turning people away and saying, come back tomorrow when it will definitely be totally fine. Now, I don't want to be like, an, um, like a backseat driver for the government here. But oh, sorry, can I just... I don't want to stop you there, but I'm, hmm. I'm going to. Um, okay. you, you can't actually drive from the backseat. The pedals would be obstructed by the seat in front of you. You wouldn't be able to get your arms, especially in your case, around to where the steering wheel is. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, It'd be very hard to see. You should probably drive from the front seat. I mean, look, it speaks a lot to your attitude that you would uh, come to that conclusion. Uh, of course, you've totally discounted a sort of Beverly Hillbilly-style uh, scenario where I'm operating through a sequence of levers and pulleys. Oh, you're uh, describing sort of a Mr. Bean situation. When he's on the roof of Mr. The Bean. <laughs> We're in a Mr. Bean scenario here. Now, I don't want to backseat drive in a Mr. Bean scenario, <laughs> uh, the government here, but... It seems to me like if they'd have had even more than like a day or two's planning for this, that they would have very much understood that if you said, hey, uh, a whole bunch of people are going to be fucking shit out of luck when we um, close everything down, and also uh, we are going to be offering these payments, then the combination of those two things, which, you know, people would have a certain amount of data around, you could maybe prepare for, uh, ease it out, uh, maybe make it so that you don't have to go in. Uh, but instead, we're discovering this on fucking Monday morning when everyone just clumps in one area to uh, get sick so that they can get some money to continue living. Seems to well, me like there could have been a few things improved there, but again, I'm just back here with my pulleys and levers. Okay, well, well, it's easy with the the benefit of uh, 2020 backseat vision, you know. Uh, we only found out as a government and as a people... About coronavirus, I believe, at 8 a.m. this morning. Mm. It's the first I heard of it. Maybe a day mm. ago. Let's be maybe a few days ago. Maybe generous. Friday. Yeah. But then it was the weekend. And, you know. You can't work on time. the weekend. So no. it's like, you know. You work for the weekend. That's right. right. Everybody's doing it. <laughs> Everybody wants a sweet romance. Um, <laughs> God, that's a good song. Uh yeah, so, so you know, hey, bit of a problem. Bit of a problem with going down to the Centrelink office and attempting to apply for Centrelink. So, you know, before having the cops come down and tell everybody to bloody rack off, uh, they said, hey, you know, what you should do is just, just go to the website and do it. Just go to this handy-dandy website that we had set up. Just go to this website I- that hasn't worked for a good 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> I like that... Uh- Getting into your MyGov account is essentially the start of Get Smart. It really is. <laughs> it's so fucked up. Except you forget what you have to do at every single door, every single time. Does the last door circumcise him? 
Is that what happened? It's heavily implied. <laughs> well, it did the first time. <laughs> oh, no, wait. He's probably Jewish to begin with. We can move okay. on. How about you those MyGov messages? Don't you just hate them? Don't they make you feel bad you inside? Do, hey, you've you got a notification. Them. Oh, great. They're finally on to me. I spent like days trying to log in to my MyGov account because I got a message here and I didn't have credit on my old phone from Australia. So I bought credit on my phone so I could get the code to log into MyGov. It was a whole oh operation. And I was paranoid because I thought it was another Centrelink debt. And I got in there. It was just some pointless notice about a thing that they changed at tax time. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> don't don't forget to lodge subcredit B yeah, before April 19th. It's like a wild operation to get in there and that's all it was. Love it. Everything's like, functional. Sure, it's hard to get into, but... Once you get there, it's very easy to do what you've got to do, just so long as the devious Ruskies uh, don't, from a concrete bunker far below Moscow, uh, <laughs> do a denial of service attack on Australia's government infrastructure <laughs> on the very day everyone needs to get in there. Mm-hmm. Bad news, everybody. That oh, no. Is what happened. They routed all of their dash cam traffic through my gov at once. <laughs> and thing... <laughs> And the thing crashed like a vehicle featured in a Russian dashcam video. Um, <laughs> that is the only cultural export from Russia that I'm aware of. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. There's also the um, the the slap competition. Oh videos. yeah, yeah. Oh mama, those people are getting concussed. Have you ever seen any of those, Theo? No. It's good. You're missing out, buddy. You're missing out. Watch those guys <laughs> get the get the gymnast powder on the hand. And uh, slap each other with full force on the side of the head. Dudes just getting knocked out. Why aren't there Russian Russian videos of people being kind to each other? (laughs) 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 Don't think there's a lot of those. I'm sure anybody's recording that. No one's going to watch that, you know? I would. I'd watch it. I'd watch it. Uh, There's also the MMA that they have that's clearly um, illegal and taking place in big sand pits. You can watch a lot of that on YouTube. That's what are stuff. you watching, Andrew? What is your <laughs> how do you, search how do you history? Have time? Just, You've got a job. Just, You've got a family. <laughs> just watching regular stuff on YouTube. Jeez. Like dashcam videos, which feature a lot of crashes. And crashing is what the MyGov site did. There oh. We're back. We're back on track, We're back everybody. on track. So, um, notorious dumb shit. Minister for Government Services, Stuart Robert. Two first name Two having first Mr. Bean looking fuckwit. Just an absolute <laughs> dead shit of the highest order. This is the man who got sacked from the defense ministry from going to... Um, uh, he, he was the guy who went to the, the dinner with a bunch of like Chinese defense lobbyists without telling uh, the defense department that he was doing it. Uh, receiving the illegal gift of a number of Rolexes... Uh, and then taking them and distributing them um, as undeclared gifts to people like the Prime Minister. <laughs> King. <laughs> Which is great stuff. Um, so, huge, huge fucking idiot. Uh, he is on record. I'm sure if you go and look at his Wikipedia page, there will be a long, like, controversies and dunderheaded decisions section uh, for all the different portfolios he's been fired from. And luckily, he's in charge of this one now. Uh, and so when it crashed, as soon as, say, all the people who are newly unemployed tried to use it, uh, he went, oh, we've been DDoS'd. 
We've been swatted by a teen on Call of Duty. Uh, and he said, here's a quote from this news story from The Guardian. Uh, My gov has not been offline. It simply suffered from a distributed denial of service attack this morning, he told reporters, but refused to provide more detail on whether it was an attack from overseas or not. But by question time at 2.55pm, Robert was forced to take back his statement, telling Parliament it wasn't an attack, but just the alarms that are designed to detect and stop DDoS attacks triggering due to the large volume of people trying to log in. Uh, They showed no evidence of a specific attack today, he said. MyGov had last week been able to cope with about 6,000 users logging on at once, but Robert said this was upgraded to 55,000 over the weekend, in expectation that many more Australians would have been logging on after the increase in business shutdowns as a result of the coronavirus pandemic, forcing more people into unemployment. Robert told the Parliament that about 95,000 people were trying to access MyGov at once, causing the alarms to trigger... There's a lot of fun things about this, isn't there? I think Mm. my favourite is the one hour, 55 minute window between him being going, we've been hacked. The system's been hacked. We've been compromised. And then one hour, 55 minutes later, coming out and saying, I regret to announce we have not been hacked. Uh, There was no hacking. No hacking took place. Mm. You know what I've been thinking about a lot lately? The program Chernobyl. (laughs) 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 I just remember watching that and just watching like a series of like bad decisions and just ignoring things going wrong. And just, just go like, everything. oh, gee, it must have sucked to be somewhere where your government just lied to you constantly, <laughs> yeah. just over and over for, oh. for the smallest things, just petty things, just little things they didn't need to lie about. Mm-hmm. He's not in Hawaii. Why would mm. he be in Hawaii? <laughs> um, and just a reminder, this is not the first time they've done this. Um, so they oh. fucked up with the census in 2016 um, and they had more traffic than they expected. Um, and then Michael McCormick, who was the minister responsible, um, sorry, David Kirsch, the, the, the guy, the, the head statistician, said that it had been brought offline by DDoS attacks and then Michael McCormick uh, walked that back. Much in the same sort of way that it happened here. I'll also say that a service that only allows 6,000 users logging on at once is fucking clown shoes. It's like they're <laughs> they're hosting it on the free tier of AWS. It's like they... Like a GeoCities page. <laughs> <laughs> Get the little flashing GIF come back soon. Yeah, flashing yeah, yeah. GIFs on Centrelink. <laughs> Under Oz construction. Coronavirusrelief.angelfire.com. <laughs> they bought the old Neopets service. Um, like, they would have to try to make it that bad. And in fact, I mean, with everything that we know about the Australian government, I'm going to go ahead and throw out a wild conspiracy theory that they did try to make it this shitty. Uh, now it's biting them in the ass because they're fucking idiots and they don't remember this stuff. Well, can I also just note that during all of this... Um you know, uh, the, a lot of people, understandably, are very, very angry at the government. Except I've noticed, like, what I would consider, in my own little echo chamber, of course, as we all have, I've noticed a distinct lack of people saying, God, I wish Labour were in government right now. Mm, it's just people true. saying, I fucking hate the Liberal Party, and they suck, and Scott Morrison shouldn't be the Prime Minister. But nobody is like, damn... Labor would be in here competently handling this. Damn, if Bill Shorten was the PM, we'd all be a brunch right now. Well, you say that, Andrew, but um, 
Anthony Albanese is telling Stu- reporters Stuart Robert has not endured a cyber attack. He's suffered an incompetence attack. <laughs> Damn. Damn. You've got that um, rap air horn uh, queued up there, Andrew, <laughs> that you can just hammer. <laughs> I like might, f- but I don't know if I'm going to do it. It's, <sighs> it's like it's the very... only requirement for being the head of the ALP these days is just being able to just rack off, you know, subpar zingers. Sucks. Can I just uh, give one more example of a really uh, subpar, unbelievable cyber lie? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we've had shitloads of <laughs> cyber untruths. We've had shitloads of federal ministers uh, briefly tweet porn or like porn tweets. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. and then, then they claim they were hacked. Yeah, so yes. like... When they refer it to the police and to, no one ever hears about it again. Well, the AFP had to announce that Greg Hunt uh, was not hacked <laughs> when he liked an X-rated porn tweet from his account, <laughs> which is great. Just like how they think they're going to get away with it. It's so great. Oh, it was a no, hacking. Man. I've been hacked. And then the police are like, buddy, don't, please don't draw any more attention to it than you have. But it always goes the same way, which is they say, ah, oh, I was hacked and I'm referring this to the police. And then sometime later, the police say, no, you weren't. And they just never acknowledge it. And that's it. All it does is create really good sound bites for like Labor or Greens ministers uh, in estimates where they're like, and uh, do you remember what the advice was of the police on that, uh, that, that tweet there? It's great. Every time. They say, how's the jacking off going? <laughs> um, <laughs> I wish they what, would. I'd vote yeah. for them then. <laughs> Going to have to take the jack off on notice, I'm afraid. Can't tell you. <laughs> I don't have the data on the jacking off here currently. Get Cannot tell you uh, how hard the nut was or anything. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but the point I was going to make, though, is that, like, you you would think that maybe, maybe if uh, Labor during the election campaign had committed to raising New Start, or had committed to investing more more funds into MyGov or the welfare system or anything like that, they would be in a really good position at this point to say. See, here is really clear evidence that we would be a superior government to the one that is currently in place. Um, But instead, we can all be very reassured by the idea that if the Labour Party were in government right now, that they would be in the midst of a review of whether or not they should raise Newstart Mm. at some point in the future. (laughs) They would think about it. They'd contemplate it. Remember how inspiring that was? Remember when woke queen uh, Penny Wong kind of just frowned a little bit at the new start payment? Ooh. Mm. Eyebrows. Oh. Yeah. Not good. Fucking idiots. I just, yeah, like, I don't know. I've, I've been looking at a lot of this stuff and just thinking like Labor's chronic aversion to saying, here's a thing we actually want to do. Here's some part of like the welfare state or the country's infrastructure or the medical system or whatever that we want to like significantly invest in and rebuild. Everything is like some means tested bullshit or some really specific little sliver of a thing that they're going to commit to, to the point where like, you can't, you can't look and say, ah, if you were in, you would have been doing things really differently. Maybe next time I'll vote for you instead. Instead, it's just like, yeah, we committed to doing a review with a view to at some point increasing new That's start, maybe. Crazy to me that they're still doing this. Like, after however long it's been, it's like it must be a year or so since the last election, right? They're just, just hammering the same shit. Just cruising along. It's like, let's keep on the same tactic that has lost us the election three times. 
Yeah, I mean, that's, that's always the stunning part to me is when anybody says, you know, they, they present to you the classic argument of, well, Labor have, to, um, Labor have to win an election before they can get in and do any of this stuff. And that's why we've continued with these tactics that have lost us several elections in a row. Mm, and they're not changing anything. Just sticking with it. Just stick to our guns. It's going Very so cool. well. Very cool. Very cool. Now, someone who is actually very cool sometimes. Mm-hmm. Little friend of the show that we haven't checked in on in a while. And we're going to have to do that now. Where is Shane Wan? Where is Shane Wan? Where is Shane Wan? Where is our friend Shane Warne? Where Shane Warne? Where is Shane Warne? Where in the wide world of where's Warney is Shane Warney Warne? I just, I feel like it would make thematic sense if the last line of that was, there is Shane Warne, because we're about to say where Shane Warne is. Well, we haven't Mm. answered it yet. We're getting to it. Can we do the Where's Wally TV show theme song next time? I don't remember that. I'll send it to you. You're going to like what you hear. (laughs) Um, But Ben, Ben, let me me furiously internalize that criticism (laughs) and say the next time, the next time we do something to the tune of the Shame Warn song, I will finish by, by telling you where the subject of the song is. How about that? Oh, I love that. Okay. Uh, so what the fuck are we talking about here? Take us away, Ben. Well, uh, it would be hard to say that... I think if someone ran up to you on the street and said you have 10 seconds to tell, to tell me whether Shane Warne is a good or bad person... Oh. Uh, I mean, uh, all of you guys, you got 10 seconds to answer. Is he a uh, good or a bad person? Uh, 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 is he going uh, to heaven the, or hell? The hair stuff's kind of weird. He's heaven clearly or hell. a pervert. Um, you got oh. five seconds left. I need bad. Um, it's bad for me. I'm sorry. It's bad. Uh-huh. Seems bad. Uh, it's gotta be bad. No, you gotta answer right now. There's all that charity fraud. Uh, might be bad. And you know what? I think most Australians would agree with that. He's not a great person, but you pieces of shit, you were all wrong. Fuck. Here's a story from the Associated Press, not the Australian one, because they shut that one down. Just the regular Associated Press. Oh. Uh, legendary Australian. Oh, a typo in this. Oh, maybe they should I shut this one down it. too. There's a blue line under it. I don't like looking at it. It's fine. <laughs> Ignore the blue line. Close your eyes. Uh, legendary Australian leg spinner Shane Warne has turned his hand from making gin to making hand sanitizer as shortages <laughs> frustrate attempts to control the coronavirus outbreak. Warne, who retired from Test Cricket in 2007 with a record 708 wickets, is part Ooh. owner of the award-winning 708 Gin Distillery. Co-founders of the company include two prominent West Australian surgeons and Warren said the company would turn its production from gin to alcohol hand rubs, which would be provided to two hospitals in the Western state. This is a challenging time for Australians and we all need to do what we can to help our healthcare system combat this disease and save lives, Warren said. I am happy 708 has the ability to make the shift and encourage others to do the same. He did not say that. Absolutely. Like that's written by a PR mm-hmm. person. He would never be able to string together a sentence that coherent. Uh, Warren has a long history of charitable work. Earlier this year, a baggy green Australia cap he offered at auction raised $584,000 for victims of wildfires, Ooh. which ravaged Australia's eastern states. And you pieces of shit say that he's not a good person. 
it, it rules that Shane Warne, of all people, has done more to fight coronavirus than Elon Musk. <laughs> oh, man. Actually, I was going to... He has finally, I think, committed to making ventilators now oh, after serious. days of being like, well, I could well, if I wanted well, to. If someone asks me, if someone could asks me make really them. nicely. Fear is the mind killer. Stop panicking about <laughs> fucking... <laughs> all my employees still have to go to work. Oh, well, I'm excited. Fucking sucks. I'm excited for him to um, produce all those ventilators just like he saved all those fucking kids with his <laughs> magical tin can submarine. It's going to call some surgeon a pedophile. Yep. It's going to be spinning around, pointing his finger at every person he sees. Pedophile. 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 <laughs> You're a pedophile. Uh, well done, Warney. I give you permission to slide into the DMs of one more bikini model. Yes. Uh, you're in the clear. You've got some credits for DM slides. Two we more, give you permission more. to slide into the DMs of one Lucy Valentine. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Certainly not his type. <laughs> just a little like uh, the winky emoji that also has the tongue coming out. And That's he's all just it would be the too. horniest emoji. Hey, gorgeous, how's it going? <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, <laughs> you'd have to reply to. You'd be like, it's Shane Warne. You know? Oh, you're not going to not reply to Shane Warne. Exactly. Can't leave him on. You would have to be like, please, sir, leave. (laughs) Leave me and my husband in peace. I'm honored, but I simply must decline. Uh, So that's that's a story of an Australian not being a piece of shit. Oh, do we have one of an Australian being a piece of shit? What a shock. (sighs) Everybody's favorite massive fucking piece of shit, Jerry fucking Harvey. You know, when... When this country is facing times of trouble, you know, there's doubt, fear, you know, anxiety. You know, there's only one person the Australian media can turn to. Our weather vane, you know, our uh, moral compass, the, the person, our shining light who will guide us through. Jerry Harvey, the Harvey Norman guy. <laughs> He's our rock if the rock was a petrified piece of shit. <laughs> just, like, just absolutely incomprehensible why they continue to ask him what he thinks about fucking anything. I don't say anything. ask him. He's just, he's just out there saying it. I guess if you have enough money, you can just be like, hey, I want to say this on the news. He just like <laughs> calls up it. Channel 9 and he's like, I've got some feelings about how much kids are having avocado toast. Please calls give me... Channel 9 like, I am locked and loaded, <laughs> ready to say some fucking idiotic stuff on the news. And everyone at Channel 9 is like, yes, we are rock hard. The cameras are rolling. Get ready. Uh, Andrew, have you got that little clip queued up there? Uh, nope. Hmm. Mm. Well, well, thank God is, I asked. Should we explain who Jerry Harvey is? Good night, is? everybody. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I feel like we've maybe spoken about him a few times before. But if you're, um, if you're not from Australia... Uh, imagine the worst store in the world uh, and imagine that this store is somehow everywhere and that it's failing everywhere and yet its owner is a billionaire and is also considered by the media to be one of the most respected figures in the country. And he sells uh, appliances. That's yeah, business like genius. Buy, no one has walked into the store for 22 years. Yeah. If, if Best Buy was uh, had seven times the floor size, uh, there was a lot of really shitty furniture... With mm-hmm. one staff member mm. covering approximately six football fields worth of furniture. There was a tiny little section that had boxed copies of Norton Antivirus 2011. <laughs> uh, and then there's it another does. section 
that has $2,000 fridges uh, and $1,500 Nutribullets. Inexplicably uh, still in business. It takes 25 minutes to get to the Nutribullets and then back to the checkouts. Imagine you want to buy a mattress, but you can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, here is a clip of the very man himself, geriatric vampire, Jerry Harvey. It's not the Spanish flu that killed 15 million people just after the First World War, you know. <laughs> Why are we so scared about getting this virus? There's pretty much nothing to get scared of. Well, try telling that to thousands of Italian families and Chinese families. <laughs> but that's there. We're here. <laughs> I'm 80. I should be really scared. Guess what? I'm not really scared. Well, you're in the worst category. I know. I'm a, I'm a sitting duck. If you get, if it, I never see you again, it's been nice knowing you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I admire your optimism, but it's not—it's really not funny. But, oh. but, but to me, I've got to be positive. I've got to 80 years of age. I've had a wonderful life, and I think to myself, I'm just going to keep going as if nothing's happened. We are oh. all very happy for you to declare that your life's been nice and to shuffle the fuck off. I love the guy. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad for that's fine if he wants to die. That's fine. He's ready to go. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but he's taking people with him. Yeah, I assume he's got a a small army of sex slaves in his Mm -hmm. secret hinterland mansion that'll all get infected as well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The guy from 60 Minutes laughing at his not very good joke, and then trying to tell him, "Yeah, it's no laughing matter. It's not not funny. funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good one, Jerry. Yeah, no, it's not (laughs) funny, mate. These people are ghouls." Absolutely. There is a quote here from him, though, which I think is the important part. He says, you know, this is an opportunity. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm probably not doing him justice here because uh, you all just heard what he sounded like. <laughs> let, me, let me try that again. More ball. Uh, Jerry says, you know, this is an opportunity. Our sales <laughs> are up bad. in Harvey Norman in Australia by 9% on last year. Our sales in freezers are up 300%. What about air purifiers? Up 100%. Can um, I just say, yeah. in the entire history of this show, from any host, that is the first time I think someone has done a voice and haven't been, like, good. <laughs> <laughs> what about Lucy's Pauline Hanson? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, she's I kind of disagree. It's, yeah. it's very good as well. I'm sorry. This is the second it's time. It's very second accurate, time it's ever happened. It's very accurate. Like it's haunting. Folks, it's like what being about in the my, room. What about my, excuse me, what about my Jordan Peterson? <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm, I'm going to have to wheel, 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 wheel this it back. Wheeling it right back in. Also, that quote is so disgusting. Mm. I yeah. don't know where to start with it. The freezers yeah. is grim in particular because I assume people are buying those to store bodies in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, it's just wonderful, uh, really representative of the kind of model citizen that Australia should be turning to for opinions. Uh, the kind of person who says, yes, people are dying, but I'm making more money now. You've just got to have a positive mental attitude. You've got to look on the bright side. You've got to be grateful for what you have. You've got yep. his air purifier sales up <laughs> 100%, you know? You've got to use Which the I assume is, to I assume the air virus. purifier thing is also off the back of the bushfire smoke. Oh, Probably. God. So, yep, he'd be fucking it's loving it. Especially dark. Ugh. <sighs> oh. Just what a, a true, true skid mark on the underpants of Australia, that man. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, we'd never do this sort of thing. You know, you hate to get sincere and it's it's embarrassing to beg in times like this. And I would never normally reach out like this, but 
really, from the bottom of my heart, I am pleading with you, COVID-19, the coronavirus, please kill Jerry Harvey. <laughs> Just kill him. We, we don't agree on a lot of things, mainly what you're doing to the entire planet, but if you could just sort of kill old Jerry Harvey over on his perch, that'd be delightful. You would have done you. some good. Mm. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to make it up to us in some small way. A token gesture, if you will. Mm. A peace offering. Take him with you. Speaking of a peace offering from COVID-19, a.k.a. coronavirus, a.k.a. the bad germ. The big C. The big C. Oh, no. Now what are we going to call the other big C? <laughs> Things are getting oh, worse from ocean. day to day. <laughs> Shut up there. <laughs> <sighs> Speaking of that type of thing, uh, slightly better news, Harvey Weinstein has coronavirus. He does. He, he sure does, does have coronavirus. And, you know, a lot of people, I think... Yeah, as a nature of the times we live in, where we should try and think about, uh, you know, the flow and effects of things, not just a surface examination of them, where we should be intersectional with how we appraise things, will tell us that maybe this is bad. Maybe the sign that someone in uh, Rikers or whichever New York jail he was in got coronavirus. Maybe it's bad to laugh at Harvey Weinstein getting coronavirus because uh, it's a sign of how public health is failing these people, you know, mm. and they would probably be right to tell us that. But at the same time, Ha ha ha. You can just laugh at anything now because it's coronavirus time. So fuck you, Harvey Weinstein. You got coronavirus, bitch. <laughs> it uh, truly couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. That's right. You know? And um, especially since, you know, how there was that whole weird coincidence where, like, um, the instant uh, all his many crimes became public, like his, his dick fell off and he became the sickest man in the world and that neck mm. brace magically appeared and... All that kind of shit. It's like um, walking around on crutches. Yeah, so we can only assume that he is also now massively immunocompromised and the germs can get right in through the big hole where his dick used to be before it fell off. Mm-hmm. So good having a medical doctor on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, so hopefully sometime soon, RIP Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, let's um, just say RIP in advance. Uh, rips to the big one. Mm. Peace out, bitch. Peace out, you horrible, horrible piece of shit. Um, Yeah, uh, there was more stuff coming out, like, because he he did finally get sentenced recently. That was the other nice bit of good news, was um, when his lawyer said, hey, if you give him more than five years, Your Honor, he's going to die in prison. And they went, 23 years, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, seemingly stitching that one up. Uh, and everybody collectively said, yay! Except for, I don't know, maybe his lawyer. Although maybe his lawyer was like, yay, more appeals and stuff to wring some money out of this. But uh, but yeah, some more stuff uh, came out of that on on like appeal and everything and sentencing and just just a reminder of how incredibly heinous it was, which is why we will continue to have a modest chuckle at Harvey Weinstein having... The Corona. Let's hope no nice murderers or anything catch it from him. So, that's some good news about uh, rich people. Bad news about rich people is that they appear to be getting all of the coronavirus tests first before anybody else. Cool. It is cool. Yeah, we're kind of hoping, you know... Well, no, sorry. When I say we, I don't mean anyone. I don't know if anyone was hoping this. But it seemed like maybe... 
coronavirus would be the great equaliser, right? Uh, like mm. going through airport security. Although, no, that doesn't apply to rich people either. This was going to be the one thing where it, like, everyone had to fucking deal with it. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter how fucking rich you are, you're dealing with the same shit the rest of us are. And then it Diarrhea turns out- after hot wings. <laughs> <laughs> no, they have a special kind of hot wings. Fuck. The no diarrhea hot wings. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a secret wings. they're keeping from us. $10,000 per wing. <laughs> no, you would think that, but then you see the most cringeworthy clip in the world of a bunch of dipshits singing Imagine. I wish I never saw it. Reason, oh, why would so you click bad. on it? I almost so put it in bad. as a bonus track at the end of the last episode. And I, I dropped it in. I dragged the file in. And then I spent uh, 10 to 20 minutes putting different fart sounds throughout it. <laughs> and then at the end of it, I was just like, no amount of fart sounds makes this funny or fun to listen to. Uh, and then I took it out. And then I uh, uploaded the episode without without celeb singing Imagine. It's so bad as well. And I didn't realize because I'd kind of seen... The start and the finish, like clicking through it. But as I was editing the audio, I listened to the whole thing. It's just oh. bad. Oh, it's, There's it's nothing so worse bad. than a cappella singing. It makes me want to die. The, they're all singing different tempos and different keys. And oh, the worst wife ones. of the show, my wife Eleanor, she she just couldn't <laughs> stop. She was captivated by it. <laughs> For the rest of the day, I was like walking past whatever room she was in. I would just hear it. It's like. <laughs> What are you doing? Eleanor, why? I don't know. Oh, God. But yeah, you would think that it would be uh, the equalizer. Yet we see all of these reports of uh, celebrities on the news uh, saying, Hey, I'm Idris Elba and I'm very handsome and completely asymptomatic and I've tested positive for coronavirus. Um, and this is not super great when you contrast it with all of the reports of people saying like, I have been going into hospital and then being like, we won't test you unless you are going to die, Mm. basically. Um, And also when when we do, we're going to charge you thousands of dollars because this is America. We're insane for medical money. Uh, So that's not terribly cool. Not good. Don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah, there's just report after report of people going, oh, I'm asymptomatic and I had the test for some reason. So here's a story from Reuters. uh, How one elite New York medical provider got its patients coronavirus tests. As US authorities scrambled to ramp up the nation's capacity to test for coronavirus last week, at least 100 executives and other New Yorkers of means had easy access to testing, according to two sources familiar with the activities of a little-known medical service catering to the affluent. I love to be of means. Oh, mm. means. What a fucking of means. Damp way <laughs> of saying that. That's the oldest money word there is. He is um I don't know. That how man to is say of this. means. He's of means. <laughs> Uh, they should call them nicers. Hmm. 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 These people paid a $5,000 a year membership fee for a medical concierge service <laughs> in New York City called Solis Health, which worked with Enzo Clinical Labs Incorporated to test its members for COVID-19, according to the sources. The arrangement gave members, which include people in finance, entertainment, advertising, and media industries, access to the tests at home at a time New York Governor Andrew Cuomo said the state had the capacity to test just a few hundred patients a day. 
The two sources declined to provide the identities of the people the company tested for coronavirus and Reuters could not establish them. The demand for the coronavirus testing services provided by Solus underscores the lack of preparedness of public health institutions. The access we've provided its members is the latest example of how well-to-do people got coronavirus tests at a time of scarcity. Solus is part of a lucrative cottage industry where membership costs can run into tens of thousands of dollars a year for services such as special access to doctors and private emergency rooms. Fuck you, people. Wow. Holy fuck. Go fuck yourself. <coughs> just. Yep. Yeah. It just, it, well, like, we all know this is the case, that this is what being wealthy entails, but to see it laid bare is just so fucked up. I, I said on an episode ages and ages ago about my, my very true conspiracy theory belief that the president is given a crazy experimental cocktail of drugs that makes him uh, immune to illness and also super strong. I believe this is true and that it's these concierge services that they get them from. They go in there, <laughs> mm-hmm. they get given a shot, gives them bionic legs or some shit. They are just living on a completely different plane to what we're living on uh, because they have money they can just throw in the toilet for anything. I believe they're being treated with a tincture of Bigfoot DNA. That'll do it. Mm-hmm. He it's is immune to all diseases. Like super strong, it'll mean you can live in the woods without catching anything. <laughs> Famously disease-filled, the woods. <laughs> well, you might drink out of some still water, you know? Well, Bigfoot wouldn't do that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> bad news about uh, rich, famous people. Good news about rich, famous people. Fashion designer Christian Siriano making free face masks for New York coronavirus relief from BuzzFeed. Apparently, he is offering to make free face masks for the coronavirus outbreak relief efforts in New York after New York Governor Andrew Cuomo spoke of fears that there may not be enough for medical workers. His reps told BuzzFeed News that the two are currently in talks to figure out, quote, how this will work, but the masks will be made specifically for medical service workers. The deal was struck on Twitter on Friday. Jesus Christ. I hate everything. When the Project Runway star tweeted at the governor saying if he and the state need masks, his team will make some. I have a full sewing team on staff working from home that can help. Uh, Ben, you put the story on here and I think that's bad now. (laughs) No, it's good. I mean, it's shit how it came about. But I think if you compare and contrast this with Elon Musk, who is like every Mm. single social issue where people have been like, please, can you help? He spends three months on Twitter being like, fuck you. And then he comes in at the last second with something that doesn't work. This guy, in like the space of six hours, was like, hey, would it help if we made masks? Oh, okay, we're making masks now. Where do I send them? Like, it is such a tight turnaround for someone who has the access to some resources being like, oh, fuck, I can probably do something. And then they did something. And like, obviously, they've spun this as a fucking PR exercise. The guy's Twitter account now is just him sharing articles about how he did this really good thing, which undermines it a whole lot. But... Well, how he did it or how he said he was going to do it? I think it's mm. being done. I don't know. They're posting oh. a lot of photos of all the masks they're making. Well, that's good. because Are they stylish? Do they look nice? They are actually quite nice. Okay. Uh, and apparently I- they're designed so that they can custom fit them to people's faces for maximum seal mm. as well, which is quite nice. Uh, I know this sounds like a shit story, but I think it's a good one. I uh, am in favor of this one capitalist pig it is good. in this instance. Well, I will just say that as long as there is evidence that this has actually happened at some point, that I can be much on board, much more on board with it. Because I think 
with the speed of the new cycle and everything that it's much easier now for people to say, I am announcing that I'm going to do a thing. And everybody goes, wow, that's nice. And then it all just kind of moves on. Yeah. And whether or not you do it or are successful at it or whatever, uh, that's usually the part that sticks. We've just mm. got to tweet at Elon Musk. We've got to be like, hey, wouldn't it be freaking epic if you made a <laughs> ventilator? It'd be so I would, much I would upvote it. I would upvote it so hard. <laughs> uh, you win the internet today by stopping people from dying of <laughs> asthma and other respiratory illnesses. That's right. Now, we got a bit of a mystery on our hands, folks. Do we? We have a bit of a mystery. And to aid us in solving the mystery, <laughs> I am going to have to repurpose a song from earlier in the show. <laughs> Go on, then. Joe, Joe. Where's, 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 where's? Where is Joe, Joe? Joe Biden. Where is Joe? Where is your B-I-D? He and Joe Biden. Joe Biden's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's dead. He's straight up dead. Dead as he's a doornail, that man. He's full on dead. He uh, <laughs> just stood up too fast. All the blood went out of his head. Uh, then his brain stopped working. He killed over and died. That's right. He has Joe Biden. <laughs> he has Joe Biden. There is unfortunately true. no Biden. <laughs> oh my God. Theo, do you have one? No. <laughs> oh, he's racked with grief. <laughs> oh, he's very sad about Joe being gone. Where's Joe Biden? Where is Joe Biden? Uh, though? He's Joe Hyden. Oh, there he oh, is. Hey, there he is. Oh. In the grave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so um, what's what's the deal, everybody? What's the deal? Um, he's just kind of disappeared. Well, I just I went to look up to see if he's been doing anything since I logged on to the to the podcast over here, and the uh, the article says Joe Biden has been keeping a low profile since the uh, primaries in Illinois. Classically, Florida. what you want to do. <laughs> During a just a low like, profile where you are not seen in public, you don't talk to anybody. Your interns do some tweets. They do a thumbs up in uh, someone's Instagram story. In a in a DJ set on Instagram. In a DJ set on Instagram, a thumbs mm-hmm. up. That's the only interaction you have with the public while an uh, insane pandemic is going on, and Bernie Sanders is out there. Online every day, trying to make people feel better about it. Um, so, I mean, Joe Biden is either dead or he has the coronavirus. Yes, but have you considered this story from ABC, the American one? That's a copy of our one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Biden campaign declined to respond to the criticisms raised by the hashtag. <laughs> Where is Joe Biden? <laughs> uh, Quote, the bottom line is that everything from providing better access to where I physically live and be able to broadcast from there, as well as our headquarters, is underway. We've hired a professional team to do that now. Uh, someone pretending to be Biden on a text message told reporters. <laughs> Weekend at Biden told reporters. 
It's a little above my pay grade as to how we do that, but that's desperately what we're trying to do. Just grammatically shredding the sentence, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, that's desperately what we're trying to do because I want to be in daily or at least, you know, significant contact with the American people and yeah, communicate what I would be doing, what I think we should be doing and how we should be doing it. But I promise you, that's on the way. Hopefully, God willing, by Monday. I will hand it to him. This sounds like a Joe Biden sentence. 100%. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. Uh, the now, significant contact he wants with the American people is with the hair of your teenage daughters. <laughs> uh, Pardon me. Uh, you might think to yourself, hey, um, if you have a smartphone in your pocket that was made after the year 2011, you can just be doing that now. Mm. Hmm. You can just, just on FaceTime. While you're texting this, you can kind of just... Turn the camera, the phone around. Do TikTok. And hold up. Yep, and just hold up like today's newspaper, something like that. Get a little, mm. get a little shot. Just a picture of you with today's newspaper would be great. Just any of that, any, any of that stuff. Just you know, take thirty seconds, and then people, millions of people, would stop asking whether you're dead. Mm-hmm. Just real quick, just. Just a very fast proof of life. Just proving you're alive. No, and you say that. So quick. Yeah, so easy for you to say that. But there you are say other that like it's really. You say that like it's really easy. But have you considered? A source with knowledge of the campaign said that Biden's team is working on scaling up that infrastructure and dealing with the realities of Biden's Wilmington home. I assume that, like, <laughs> I assume there are many alternate realities happening in the same home. They're having to deal with like. <laughs> Zombies, there's pirates coming through the wall in another one of the rooms. There's the Nazi universe, that one's always yep. tough. There's um there's all the Cthulhu's in the closet. Uh but no, it says they're dealing with the realities of Biden's Wilmington home, like the fact that there aren't particularly high ceilings which can make lighting a challenge. Wow. If he just had a foot more on those bad boys, you know, he would have been out there every day. And I swear to God, the minute we are done renovating this house and putting in some taller ceilings, <laughs> God willing, three to six months from then, we will have a camera system in. Look, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> Maybe mm-hmm. Joe Biden's not dead, but realistically, he is almost certainly sick. He's almost definitely on the way out. And they yeah. are not willing 100%. to actually announce this because they are so dedicated to his campaign going forward that they hope it will just blow over. Well, because like, just as far as saying, oh, yeah, but we have so much work to do in order to be able to show Joe Biden on camera mm-hmm. addressing a like current issue... <laughs> That's just like so far from holding any kind of water because I think the vast majority of the people in the world know that if you have a campaign that has had many, 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 many millions of dollars donated to it, um, you can probably afford like maybe a 2017 MacBook Pro. At least. Just with you like know? a webcam on it. Yeah. And then what you got to do is you got to open the lid of that bad boy up. You can probably pay someone to do that for you. As well. Yeah. And then you have to sit at the desk in front of it and allow it to be pointed at you and then speak. Mm. Don't stand up, turn, and then walk out of frame <laughs> as well, mid mid doing that, just as a little tip. 
I really think he is sick, though, and they just don't want to announce it because of how much it would affect the next primary, and they're hoping to just, just hammer ahead with it. Well, especially because he's like, he's had like a bunch of brain tumors and brain surgeries and shit. He's he's pretty old. Very old. Like Bernie's old too, but at least Bernie's like, I'm staying away from everybody and just doing stuff. He's still doing stuff. He's still doing those video chats. He's on Facebook Live like every day. It's almost as though he's attempting uh, to campaign for the nomination. Mm -hmm. I just comfort people in a very upsetting, traumatizing, scary time, you know? Hmm. Now, sometimes, you know, sometimes you do want to comfort people. Sometimes not everything goes perfectly. Sometimes not everything goes right. And you just have to say a little something to the people out there. And we're going to say that now in Theo's new segment. This is the one thing we didn't want to happen. (laughs) What have we got going on here, Theo? (laughs) I think no, I'm just going to go ahead and oh, unmute myself. Oh, there he is. Hello. Uh, yeah. There oh. he is. How long have you been talking for? That is the one uh, thing you didn't want to happen. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Welcome to that thing where the thing we don't want to happen happens. Uh, and that's certainly the case uh, this week. Uh, just gone. What is time? How long ago did this occur? Several days ago. Uh, when the Ruby Princess was uh, one of four cruise ships that had been allowed an exemption to Australia-wide 30-day ban on foreign ships, and the authorities made the decision to allow passengers to disembark after assessing there was a very low risk of coronavirus. Can you guys guess what happened next? Hmm. Hmm, I think I can. <laughs> Do you want to just put your hands on your chins, have a little stroke, have a think. Uh Passengers were allowed to go home on condition they self-isolate for 14 days. Now, you stay put. You stay now, you've right got there. a promise. Now you, you just stay. Um, that's not what happened. Some flew on domestic flights, including in the Northern Territory. Now, 18 passengers have tested positive for COVID-19. <sighs> uh, New South Wales Health Minister Brad Hazard... Mm. <laughs> Brad ...said in hindsight Brad. that he... <laughs> that he would have waited for the coronavirus test results before allowing passengers to disembark. If I had my opportunity to have my two bobs worth with the benefit of what we know now about those people, I'd have said, yeah, God, maybe I hate we should I hold them on the ship. I my two bobs worth. Oh, I wish we had given New South Wales Health Minister Brad Hazard his two bobs worth. Oh, must be very hard for... for New South Wales Health Minister Brad Hazard to really cut through the bureaucracy and say, uh, don't release the plague ship. Is this like you a know, 40 year old man named Brad? Brad? <laughs> Brad Hazard. Brad Hazard. Brad. Uh, hindsight is 2020, you know? Mm. That's the year of, huh? of the now. Yeah. 20, 20, 20 like the vision. Mm-hmm. I got it. And then we got to ban cruise ships. Hein- yeah, absolutely. Like the just di- the diarrhea boats of the sea. A lot of stuff's going to come back. I hope cruise ships don't. We can just Let's do just without them. Get rid of them. They're just like a sickness incubator. Don't trust some, them. Yeah, some businesses should die. There is uh, cruise ships and Airbnb. Apparently, is getting mm. absolutely fucking destroyed by all of this because. Um, obviously, nobody's doing any form of travel, so 
everybody who who um has li- listings on Airbnb is pulling them and then actually putting the apartments up for rent. You know, instead of just leaving them unoccupied for people to come through and temporarily borrow every now and then off Airbnb, which in turn is going to hopefully massively drive down rents mm. in populated I hate it areas. When I invest in a basic human right and then I am hoisted on my own petard. My petard. Ow. <laughs> Shit. So yeah, I mean if uh so we we got our list going here. Uh coronavirus please kill uh Harvey Weinstein, the cruise industry and Airbnb. Senator Rand Paul just from oh, the American yeah, perspective sure. also. <laughs> Mm. Has Mitt Romney got it as well, or is he just uh, quarantined? I think he's quarantined because he was in contact with Rand Paul. Oh, right, okay. Last yep. I so saw. I saw a fun little bit of scuttlebutt that apparently there's a big... <laughs> Sorry? A big ball what, of what did candies. you say? You did bit, what to who? <laughs> fun little bit of scuttlebutt. Oh, okay. some scuttlebutt. Some scuttlebutt to chew on. Um, apparently in the, um, uh, the, the big room where they work... There's a big bowl of candy. Uh, yes, and a trough just, of jelly beans. <laughs> just getting their hands in there, rummaging around for the ones they like. Uh, don't like yellow. Going to go a little deeper. Going <laughs> to just dive a little hand, deeper in this bowl. I've heard that that's absolutely not true. But uh, on the other hand, it's 100% true. That's weird. It, it, and, and if you want it to be true, it can be. That's, that's the, the secret. Thought. That is the secret. <laughs> it's the law of attraction. <laughs> Well, it's the dangerous game. <laughs> I think, I think, unless there's anybody else that we want to um, wish a, a speed. Probably shouldn't be wishing death, but we're all going a bit crazy here in our houses, right? That's true. Mm. Anything we say in the next few weeks is doesn't count. It's not a crime. That's true. No, this the is, crime this pass is, is to us. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> never happened before. Yeah. Mm. Huh. I guess it extends to you as well. Um, you're allowed to say things that are a bit distasteful. Just a bit. Yeah, okay. You can't be stopped. Although, although the crime pass does not extend to saying distasteful or rude uh, things to any service workers, any people in supermarkets, mm-hmm. um, anybody who is forced to work while you go out there shrieking like a wild baboon as you demand your precious toilet paper. Please don't do it. Uh, please just be very nice to the people who have to go out there and expose themselves to probable uh, coronavirus infection just to keep every, everybody going. Keep this is please society stay functioning. Home. Please stop saying that it's fine to go to the pub and sit across the table from each other. Stop going to my local cafe. <laughs> well, they're, they're all closed now. So, in Australia at least. Uh, yeah. So, you can't go to them. Hmm. So, don't do it. Hmm. Well, I think that is all we have time for this week. Um, as always, you can go on over to patreon.com slash Vista if you would like to support the show. Uh, show your support for us and the, the people who make the show and make the rest of their income through working at places like bars and cafes that are all closed now. Uh-huh. Um, however, outside of that, we are continuing to make our... Uh, bonus content free through as and much as we have so much time for it 
We do. We do. We are just going to keep making as much content as we can for people because, frankly, we're all stuck inside just uh, listening to podcasts and watching shows and talking to people and all that kind of shit. So, yeah, if, uh, you know, if you got $5 that you want to want to throw at the show and support us, that's nice. But we also understand that a lot of people are doing it tough right now. Mm. And that's why we have freed up that content for everybody else. So... Until next week, uh, unless your name is Harvey Weinstein, keep your fucking hands clean. You know, <laughs> 1.5 meters. Look after yourselves. No, Be we, good mm-hmm. to other people. I think we still want him to keep his hands clean because we don't want him to give it to anyone else. Well, I hope that they just lock him in some kind of tank until he goes, you know. Put him in the tank. Put him in the tank. Put him in the tank. The, the big tank. That's it, everybody. See you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.